Legends with Bevo presents the Bevo and Biggie Show. Well, g'day guys, welcome to another edition of the Bevo and Biggie Show. And Biggie, we've got another great guest this week. She is the first ever Australian male or female to win a free ride World Tour event. Now, you're probably wondering what, what the heck that means. Well, Michaela is going to tell us all about it. Michaela Davis, man, great to have you on the Bevo and Biggie Show. Yay! Hey, thanks for having me. Um, yeah, free riding. Uh, not many people, I guess, have heard of it, but just think of one of those big mountains you see off in the distance and that's what we hike up and then ride down. <laughs> so that is, That's nuts. That's, yeah. um, you must I'm be just... super brave. <laughs> yeah. Uh, Bevo, great. All, one of the, it's a fine line. <laughs> all I'm picturing here, Bevo, is, you know, like the, the, um, the old cartoons with Bugs Bunny and stuff like that, how they shoot off the edge of a cliff and then just hang out there in midair for a minute. Realise where they're at and they try and run back onto the ledge again. It's kind of what I'm seeing right now. But all I've got to say is, Bevo, I think she's got more guts and probably more brains than you and me have. That's for sure. A hundred, hundred percent, and the and the better looks to go with it as well, mate. We must say. Oh, no, that's not too hard, mate. <laughs> <laughs> no, that's um. On a serious note, that's an amazing achievement, Michaela. Um, what sort of training is involved to you know achieve such an amazing thing? Yeah, just snowboarding, really. Um, lots of riding in, um, but obviously not at the snow all year round. So when I'm at home, um, just in the gym, and I've been doing a lot of actually strongman training. Um, oh. I had a coach up north before I went away. Like, I've always trained, but since I made the world tour last year, I was like, all right, like, I've, I want to step up my game and do really well. And I had a strongman trainer. And so he had me in the gym and pulling his car and <laughs> sledgehammers and flipping tires, which was really good. Um, so lucky I retired. Look how excited Biggie's getting right now. <laughs> I reckon it was lucky I retired a few years back, mate. I'd be in a bit of trouble right now. I yeah, reckon. Yeah. Some cars. I'll take it. You got to lift a plane to compete with Biggie, though, Michaela. <laughs> Give, give me a little bit. Oh. <laughs> I'm, mate, I'm sure she'd show me a clean pair of heels. But now you're living in Melbourne at the moment. Uh, you, we were chatting before coming on air. You were living in um, Switzerland and uh, you're now back home again, living with mum and dad. And um, talk, us, talk us through the situation. You're overseas, doing your thing. Now you're back here. Now you're in lockdown in Melbourne. Yeah, explain it all. Yeah, so it's pretty crazy. Um, all plan, uh, plans have changed. So I was in Switzerland competing, um, but the finals of the World Tour actually got cancelled uh, just because we all got in on a Friday and then we're going to run this comp the next day. And we got in on Friday night and they're just like, nah, mountain's closing, corona's hit. So we actually we ended up having an end of the world party. So it was a big party, last party I've had since uh, <laughs> since everything's happened. And oh, I was going to cool. hang out in Switzerland for a little while and just do some split boarding and check it out. But things were just getting like changing so quickly. I was like, oh, I should 
catch a flight home. So I just flew back and um, I moved out of where I was living before I went overseas. So I was just had boxes and then good old mum and dad came to the rescue. They're like, just come here, quarantine. And now I'm crashing at theirs, which is great. Great um, dinners. <laughs> they get some good meals going on. Um, but now it's really cool, especially because we can't do a lot. It's good to, you know, have mum and dad and hang out with them and, yeah, have a nice cruisy house and good, good meals. <laughs> yeah, happy days there. Hey, Michaela, um, tell us a bit more about your journey as well. You know, um, we all have growing up different ideas in terms of what we want to do, you know, in the future and stuff. But uh, did you sort of start doing snowboarding or skiing at a young age? Um, how did it all come about? Yeah, so I started pretty young, just on the skis at like three, you know. Um, I'm from Newcastle, which is about a seven-hour drive to the snow. Um, but my parents are just super keen skiers. So believe it or not, we sat, there's one point where we went every weekend for the whole season. We'd drive to the snow. So we'd leave school early on Friday. Um, and if it was really good, we'd mum and dad would call up and say we couldn't come in on Monday. We'd stay an extra day. Um, but yeah, just when I was about eight, my brother, he switched over to snowboarding and I was like, oh yeah, that's, you know, you got to follow your brother's footsteps, the cool thing to do. So I switched over with him <laughs> and just gone from there, started doing like, um, just some snowboard winter programs just in school holidays and things. And then we, my first ever overseas trip, I think I was about I don't know, 14 maybe, um, with a coach and just some other kids and just had the best time ever. And then they started putting us on in little competitions and yeah, I guess I just loved it and started doing well in comps and it just kind of escalated from seasons in Australia to seasons overseas. And then next thing you know, I'm doing back-to-back seasons and got a coach and competing in slope style, which is all the jumps and rails, um, which is my thing for a long time. And I loved it. Um, made the Shadow Olympic team a few years back for the Russian Olympics, but unfortunately just missed out. I had a bit of a knee injury and for that. Um, what's it? Well, sorry, sorry to interrupt you there. What's the Shadow Olympics? What's that mean? Oh, so it's like um, like when you pre, pre-Olympics. So uh-huh. it's like you're going to get on the Olympics, but then I just didn't quite make it. I still had to get a few more points and some comps. And so, yeah, almost, but... That's all right. Um, and then, That's yeah, a few years later, I just discovered free riding. And I think that was more my niche. Like, I love slope style, but I was like, oh, yes, this is it. Now, loving it. <laughs> sounds like a bit of a family records. affair, mate. <laughs> it sounds like a family affair, Bevo. Yeah, it sure does. Like, yeah. like I said before. My brother, my brother yeah. used to be on the Australian team for half pipe. So he used to kill it. He's, he's not doing it anymore, but yeah. This is amazing. Each week we've sort of had people on. We found out we had a, a, a lady named Celeste on here the other week and found out her family members were superstars in sport oh, as well. Yeah, it's, the same with, it's the same with yourself. It sounds like there's this talent left, right and centre in the family. But we mentioned earlier that you're the first ever Australian male or female to win a free wide world tour event yeah. Try and say that a million times in a row. <laughs> this is like, this is an unbelievable achievement, right? Like this is obviously huge for anyone to do something like this. So, to the people that view this and see this for the first time, can you kind of explain it to the layman's out there? So, 
free ride world tour is basically big mountain riding. So there's a face that they choose. You have your boundaries and you can go anywhere in between. You get to choose your line. It's all about creativity, big airdrops, you know, jumping off cliffs through shoots. Like it's, it's awesome. Um, yeah, they're all a bit crazy, but <laughs> I love it. I believe it. And yeah, you just get judged on overall impression, speed, fluency. Um, and to get to the world tour, it's kind of set up like the surfing world tour, I guess. So you've got the qualifiers and it starts with two star events, which are, you know, entry level then three star, four star, and then the world tour. So to make the world tour for snowboard women, you have to win the, quali- the whole qualifying tour. And they only take one person through each year. So there's only six women in the world on the world tour, which is pretty awesome. Well, have made that um it's pretty brutal too because every year they drop to um the bottom two so that the winners of the like european and australian tour and the u.s tour come up so you have to stay in the top four to stay on the world tour so wow you want to be doing good um yeah i was just super stoked to have competed so i actually I blew my knee out a few years ago and tore my ACL. And I was like, oh, yeah, I'll have a whole year off, um, get it good, get it strong. And then I went back and competed. I was like, oh, I'll just warm up and, you know, do some comps, see how we go. I don't know what it was. Maybe it was like having some time off, but I just started winning everything. And then next thing you know, I've won the qualifiers and I've made the world tour. And then I got to the world tour. I was like, yeah, first year, all right, I'll just hopefully I can just stay top four. And then, yeah, same thing again. I just ended up coming second overall, um, which was, I think it's like the cru- almost the cruisy attitude, like, yeah, you want to win, but you're like, oh, I'll just, you know, see how I go. And then you just kind of relaxes you and then boom, next thing you yeah. know. <laughs> so. amazing, amazing what that recovery might have done for you, but not just the physical recovery, the mental recovery and, you know, coming into it with that nice, Relax, sort of. Yeah. You know what? I'll do, I'll do my best, and I'll yeah. give everything. But you know, I'm coming back from injury. You know, how could could how good could I really go? And by the sounds of it, you didn't just go good. You went excess, excessively good, extremely good. <laughs> yes. Yeah. Amazing. Yeah. So cool. Yeah. Congrats on that, Michaela. That's an amazing achievement. And um, Biggie, you wouldn't probably know this um, because we're obviously. Uh, you know, one of the first times we've turned to Michaela, but she's also a bit of a superstar in other sports. She's undefeated in amateur boxing. So you wouldn't want to mess with this girl. And, and she's also done surfing and uh, paragliding in the last 12 months. Is that correct? Yeah, I got my paragliding licence um, last year. But, yeah, I just, like, I don't, like, I'm not a big gym fan. Like, I do oh, it. Yeah, fit. we'll change that. <laughs> yeah, <laughs> but I prefer things that keep me fit instead so that's why I did the boxing it was like a 10-week boxing challenge and then at the end of it you do a comp like have a proper fight I was like yeah right give that a go um and it made me train because I was like oh, I don't want to get beat up so I went every day and at the end of it like oh the adrenaline from that was insane but there was about 1500 people there and they put us on right before the pros you know we've got a walkout song we've got the smoke and I won by TKO, which was even awesome, even better. <laughs> wow. Yeah. Unreal. I want to tee up a fight. Bevo, you are so yeah. getting in the ring. 
They've got the girls, you know, in bikinis and the card. Where are the men? I want them for my for my next fight. All right. They're right in front. They're right in front of you. They're right here. But yeah, that and then just surfing. I love surfing. Um, not as good as my snowboarding. It's still pretty. Not they're not that similar, but I love doing it. And yeah, I did did a bit of Muay Thai as well. So it's, yeah. Loving it. Unreal. Got to love natural athletes. Got to love them. Yes. Yeah. We, we love that. Yeah. That's awesome. <laughs> yeah. So, so good. So, so good. And, and now, Biggie, that's um, something that I couldn't imagine where you're doing either, mate. I could see myself putting on the outfit or whatever it is to do the paragliding, jumping off and the wings snapping off as I go down. <laughs> you know, like... You know, I'm assuming both of you guys have been on the A380s or something like that. Those the massive planes they have, the two-story big things, you know. And people wonder how those things stay in the air. So I'd be the perfect way to prove the opposite of that, how it comes out of the air really quickly. You know, there's just not a chance in hell that I'd do paragliding. Plus, I'm one of those types of people, Michaela, that I like having two feet on the ground, you know what I mean? I'm not a... I'm not a massive fan of flying in general, so but that's a different story, Bevo. A story for another time. <laughs> yes. Bevo, you were telling me that earlier that um, Michaela's had some interesting sort of uh, champion people involved with her career. Uh, Bella Brockoff. Bella Brockoff, yeah. yeah. Um, I, I've seen her around. Um, we've met a few times. We're mostly... Insta friends now, but I'm down in Melbourne and so is she, so it'd be cool to catch up. But I love following her on Instagram. Like, she is a machine. If there's anyone that I want to, like, kind of aim to be at, it's her. Like, I always watch her training and it's just, yeah, unbelievable. So, like, yeah. somewhere to get to. So, so people that don't know who Belle is, um, she's actually a world champion. She's competed before at the Winter Olympics. So, certainly... Um, a uh, very, very one, very, what's the word? Um, one to watch in the future going forward for snowboarding. Yeah, Border Cross is her event. Yeah, the race. Yeah. <laughs> one thing that I find really cool in, um, I actually love watching snowboarding, um, you know, at the Winter Olympics. And I think it's really cool how it's just, it's such a brutal sport. Like, and then you've got the jumps that go with it as well. Um, Michaela, do you have an interest in going forward in competing in snowboarding at the Winter Olympics, or you're sort of more interested in this sort of this free ride, free ride sort of event, so to speak? Yeah, I've, I've tried a few border cross um, comps just for fun, and I actually I love them. Like, I, I love how there's like four or so of them racing. Like, I think you go faster um, when there's other people on the side and. I don't mean to sound bad, but I kind of love, like, knocking when you take someone out. <laughs> I used to, like... That is great. You can kind of just get in front of them and, like, clip the front of their board. <laughs> but, like, it's illegal, like, a, not illegal, nothing 
illegal, no chicken wings or anything, but... Oh, this is yeah. getting nasty about a minute. That's fantastic. My boxer in This is going to be awesome. So she's going to have a boxing match with you. Then you're going to go snowboarding together. And she's going to kick you off the board at the same time. Or we can have a boxing match in the snow on boards. Yes. No, it is just limitless where we could go with something like this. I just think that we should get some filming, some camera. Like, oh, mate, it'd be absolutely phenomenal. Absolutely phenomenal. But, so, um, yeah. You were saying you're looking forward to obviously trying to go with more the the cross stuff than making the Olympics? Yeah, so free riding, like, that's not an Olympic event. Um, the World Tour is pretty... Is, the highest um, up you can get for free riding. So I think it would stay that. I don't know what they'll do if they'll make Olympic sport, but it's more of a, yeah, I don't know if it'd work in the Olympics, but yeah, making, becoming the world champ is my next goal. So next year, hopefully we can go overseas. That's the plan. 2021. 2021, world champ. (laughs) (laughs) And also, Michael, you've also got an interest in, we spoke about this off air that you're studying at the moment and you're interested in doing a bit of filming and eventually potentially filming adventure sports, which is really cool. Um, sort of what's all this, where's this come about and, and what do you want to do going forward? Yeah, like I've always made um, little just GoPro movies and iMovie with my snowboarding, which I just like always loved. And um, yeah, I just had all this spare time now with everything that's going on. I was like, oh, it was the perfect time to kind of get into it because I've I usually do bartending when I'm at home and I'm kind of getting over the hospitality industry. So it's just oh, something yeah. to move forward with um, career-wise later on in between snowboard trips. And I can, like, bring my filming and editing with all the snowboarding and all the activities that I love. So, yeah. I like it. And you, you can film Biggie doing his circus stuff as well at the fringe. Yeah. <laughs> I've, I've had an idea, Bevo. I've got an idea right now. I can see it. The snowboard coming down the hill, Kayla jumps on on the board, bang, straight into a catch. I'll catch on the board. <laughs> I love that. <laughs> Mate, absolutely. I think, I think Instagram would go wild. But you know what they need? The Instagram people would go more wild is if I missed it and she just face planted the hell out of me with a board. <laughs> that would just get All right, I'll have to be a cow today then. <laughs> Mate, I'm, I'm more than happy to cop a board in the face. For Instagram, starting alongside of you, but I'm more than happy to. Oh, it's all about getting the shot. It's all about you know it. <laughs> <laughs> Very good. <laughs> I was waiting for you to ask another question, mate. <laughs> Yeah. <laughs> I knew that was where we were going to leave it, Bev. I'm sitting there going, Bev, are going to call one out or me? <laughs> well, I'll call one out from here anyway, Bev. Sorry, mate. So this is the problem, Michaela. We, we, we have this issue where Bev runs the show and unfortunately he just leaves it all on my back and then just gives me a kick in the ass. But I actually do have another question. I was just leaving it to Bev to kick in with one there. But do you guys actually measure your speeds or anything like that in stuff you do? Because obviously the things you guys do is manic pace you were talking about before. And obviously in cricket, they obviously can measure the pace of the ball. Um, they can do a lot of other things. I'd be very interested because, you know, something what you guys are doing would be just manic speed. And obviously the, the short amount of reaction times that you guys have to have would be just absolutely astronomical. 
Yeah. Yeah. I don't know. I've never like measured the speed. I don't know if they do that. Like it's obviously not, it's like not a race, but speed is taken into account when the judges are looking at it. But mm. yeah, I guess they don't time it or anything. It's just watching them. But yeah, you come fast into some drops and things. And uh, one thing I want to tell you guys, you're going to lose your mind. Um, <laughs> you don't get to ride the run at all before you do it. So you look at the face the day before we have a viewing day and you take a picture, you view your line, like have a binoculars. And then the next day you hike up to the top and you've got to remember where to go and hit it for the first time. Couldn't there be other random stuff underneath? Yeah, oh yeah. They call it the hidden rocks. I've hit a few of those before. They take oh you. Oh my god, that is just <laughs> going from extreme to nuts. Yeah. yeah. And then like so the size, like, you can't really tell the size of the drops either until you're on them. <laughs> um, and then sometimes you can't even like hit something that you looked at. So you always got to have a bit of a plan B. And you want to know what's around there because you, if you go off the wrong cliff, then that's not ideal. <laughs> that is um, absolutely amazing to know. Yeah. That is just a whole I, new ball game. Yeah. One thing that really clicked for me this year was uh, visualisation. Like I used to always get lost on my run because I'd get there and I'd be like, oh, my God, I have no idea where I am or go the wrong way. But that, that's one thing that clicked um, winning the qualifiers, like, just starting to visualize my run in like every single turn and be like, okay, at this rock I turn here, then I'm going to do a toe turn and then hit that drop. And I just started finding my line, which is the best feeling when you get to the bottom, you're like, oh my God, I went exactly where I wanted to. So I think that helped as well. Can you imagine that for race car drivers that they get put on a racetrack that they've never seen before being told to drive as fast as they possibly can to make it around the track. I'd be extremely interested to see what, other sports, like it would be just unbelievable to see the time differences between them practicing and then versus never being out there because it's the same type of thing. It'd be like them getting an aerial shot of their racetrack, seeing it from the plane or the aerial yeah. shot, and then sort of going and doing it. That would be just, or it rains overnight and then they have to do it in the rain the next day. That would be just awesome. Bevo, tee it up. <laughs> well, it sounds like Michaela would kick some serious butt in a uh, in a V8 as well by the, by the sounds of it, mate. Absolutely. Absolutely. I'm I'm learning I'm learning a lot. So surfing, paragliding, um, free free ride, boxing. Is there anything you can't do, Michaela? Everything <laughs> You're a strong woman as well. There's nothing yeah. this girl doesn't do. Yeah. Hey, could we see you on Australian Ninja Warrior? Maybe that's more up. That's more upper body strength. I'm I'm all legs with my snowboarding. Oh. <laughs> like, all my gripping. Like I'm I'm not good at holding. The, I've I've tried some rock climbing. I really enjoy that. Mountain biking. That's the next thing I want to try. That seems to be the summer sport of snowboarding because everyone rides the mountains up when the snow melts. I like that. I, I, I like that it. a lot. You are one heck of an adventure girl, which we love. That's awesome. Mm-hmm. <laughs> Absolutely, I think I think Ninja Warrior would be the next best thing, and uh, yeah, I, I reckon to come down later next year. We'll do a bit of a workout, you, me, and Bevo, and we'll get you we'll get you upper body strong for the yeah. 2021 Ninja Warrior and the 2021 uh, World Championship boxing match between you and Bevo. Yeah, 
<laughs> hey, Michaela, thank you so much for joining us tonight on the Bev on Biggie Show. It's been a pleasure having you on and, and just hearing about your amazing journey so far. Congratulations on your achievements and I uh, look forward to following your, your journeys in the future. Yeah, thanks so much. Start training. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> thank you so much. Yeah.